Hello and welcome to season two, episode 50. Episode 50, John, can you believe that? Of the Nothing But a Foot Thing podcast. Uh, today, you know, you're obviously not hearing the smooth, witty banter uh, monologue presented by JP. JP, unfortunately, couldn't make the show today. So I brought along one of the guests that I love to have on the show the most, the host, one of the hosts of the weekend show of Nothing But a Foot Thing, the hardest working dad in foot, John Bridges. Hello, John. Hey, what's good, Jandy? Yeah, man, I'm happy to step in for JP, man. I'm excited to get down and dirty tonight. <laughs> yeah, neither of us, <laughs> unfortunately, figured that we could uh, bring his energy to start the show with. So uh, <laughs> we figured we might as well just not try and not do a dishonor to his name. So JP, man, I know you're listening. Hope uh, hope everything's going okay. And uh, we can't wait to have you back on the show. And I know John feels the same way. Absolutely. Love you, dog. So, John, we've got a packed show today. We've just started, or I guess we're kind of in the middle now, of community and Air Divisi Tots. I think we've both gotten a chance to wrap our brains around some of these cards, try a few out. I think we both played Weekend League this weekend. And yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts. I know you played some Weekend League. You tried out some new players. You want to just give me some th- your thoughts on how that went, maybe a certain... Newcastle Brazilian midfielder that you tried out? Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Uh, my weekend league, I finished 12 and 7. Um, I think I was 11 and 5. So after that, you know, like I said on Friday when we recorded, anything after 11 is just, you know, golden. And I uh, won my first game and then lost my next two. I had to go 3 and 1 to get the 14. But, um, all in all, I think I played pretty well. I think we were talking in Discord this weekend, and really I feel like I only lost one game that I maybe shouldn't have, but the rest were just really, really sweaty games. I felt like only maybe two or three of my opponents I played were were I felt really comfortable the whole time. Like I scored first, I scored often and early and, and felt really comfortable in those games. But other than that, yeah, it was it was a pretty sweat. A uh, pretty s- big sweat fest this weekend is what I'm trying to say, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, I played the three four two one. Um, I did try uh, Mr. Big Joe Ellington, and he's fantastic, man. I had him as a box to box midfielder. Uh, in this formation, I have both of my center mids on stay back while attacking. But with his high high work rates, he was getting up the pitch, and I think he scored probably three or four goals for me. Um, I'm sure he provided yeah, multiple assists too. I've got his stats right here in front of me. Uh, yeah, he's got 13 assists in uh, 39 games. So uh, I played with him in the cup. I finished that out too. And um, I'm, I'm loving him. He's like, a, like I said, he's uh, on the Friday show, six, one high, high, big bodied guy, a four star weak foot's awesome to work with too. He, he finishes really, really well for a midfielder. Um, I don't want to really compare him to KDB's finishing because that is he's got that cannon, man. But I mean, I know Martin's loving him and has posted some clips on Twitter of him. He's absolutely fantastic, one of the best or better free cards I think they've ever released. And that juicy link to Esoc is definitely uh, great to work with. And I think my team is going to look probably half and half Newcastle, so a pseudo Newcastle <laughs> fan now. After uh, Prem Tot comes out next week, and we potentially get a juicy Frenchman from Newcastle as well next week, but yeah, yeah tried him out. I tried Ake out, out as well as my left center back in the back three. Felt he was really good. He's basically what you expect from an Ake card and foot. Um, feels good on the ball, uh, crunching tackler. Uh, got the hair trait and everything like that. So. Um, yeah, I'm ready for Prem Tots now. So, and John and Ake is a lefty. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Lefty, man. We love <laughs> we those lefties. You have, you've got the lefty <laughs> fetish. <laughs> the lefty fetish, man. Yeah, especially in a back three, man. I like having the lefty as my left center back in a back three. Um, I, I prefer to have it in a back four. It's it's just nice to have it in a back four, but definitely – I feel like it's a, it's huge to have that left foot as a left center back in a back three, but I'm back to playing four two three one now, so I'm going to try that out during prem tots. 
Nice. Yeah, no, I know you posted in the mm. Discord that you uh, maybe made a tactical change during the middle of your weekend <laughs> league. You you went away. You, I think actually you declared the 4-3-2-1 dead at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I, I kind of panicked. I, I uh, <laughs> did something you're not supposed to do. Um, I, I at least did it after the weekend league. And I was like, oh, I'm going to toy around with some other tactics. I'm going to try and bring back the 4-3-2-1. Uh, posted on twi- Twitter the the revised version of it, and yeah, I played one game with it, got my ass kicked, and then uh, played another one and went down three 0 really quick. And then I switched to the four two three one, which I liked, uh, the one with the inverted fullbacks, and um, I'm loving that one so far. So I think I'm gonna rock with that for uh, next weekend league. Nice, yeah, I'm still running. Mm-hmm. The John Bridges four three two one from <laughs> so it's November dead. or whatever. No, no. As long as one person is still running it, it True. will never die. It will never die. No, I. So uh, I played my first weekend league ever on New Gen this weekend. Mm. So it's kind of hard for me to you know separate out like, hey, this was gameplay this weekend. This was a new player that I played this tried this weekend, and like just the effect of playing on a new console and the new gameplay. I, I will say the my first the, my first thought is that exactly what you said. Like I, I said it on Friday, but it was kind of my attitude going into the whole going through the whole weekend league process. It's like I'm gonna get eleven. I'm gonna really that's all I'm gonna go for. I'm not gonna stress about 14, 16. It's a new console. I'm getting used to it. It's gonna be a little sweatier because it's tots in all likelihood. Uh, and that was also something that I I experienced like you did. Um, and I said, okay, anything over 11's gravy. Um, I really struggled out the gate. Um, I think I started a seven and six and that had mm. a couple of really bad losing streaks in there. I was having a hard time finding players that worked on new gen for whatever reason. So I ended up kind of falling back to this, like, uh, maybe a little ratty, maybe a little sweaty, but like, okay, these are guys that I know work and they've left my team since because they've been replaced when I played on old gen, but like Alawiron, Robbie Keane, I went back to Atal, went back to Frimpong, Ramos, that back, the Nuno Tavares. So I kind of actually like brought my squad back about two months just for the <laughs> sake of just for the sake of like having something that I felt really familiar with. Um and that kind of sparked a little bit of like a energetic space in my game, right? Like I was able to kind of get things moving again. I felt way more comfortable and I ended up bringing it to 11 and six at which point I said okay probably not going to win three in a row to get to 14 but I'm still going to try one two in a row got to 13 and six and unfortunately fell uh in the last game but yeah it's a it's a shame when that happens and you never like like to get to the last win that you need before you know the next set of rewards but what ended up happening was, and this happened so often, is that you get a worse rank, you get 11, and you only get the two red picks, and I got two amazing red picks. So I got, nice. in the first red pick, uh, it's a one of three pick, I pulled out Kingsley Kaman, who I've mm. you know, not seen very many of him in reds, or even in, in blue picks, or, or blues out of packs. And then I was like, all right, well, whatever the second red pick is, it's already a win. Uh, and the second red pick comes Ake, Nathan Ake. Yeah. So basically Beautiful. two of the top three cards that I really would have wanted this weekend league, uh, maybe two of the top four cards, especially, you know, it's always good when you get one of your, uh, your try or your trust from the Friday show shows up in your, in your red picks. That's never a bad sign. Um, you know, the only cards left that, and the packs were obviously terrible, like they always are. Uh, and the only card now that I'm kind of waiting on from this team is uh, Turam. I think, like, you know, he's kind of the white whale. Like, I, I, when I was going through my, like, oh shit, like I suck at this game now phase of weekend league, I also went back <laughs> to the future stars Turam. And I'm like, oh, why would I ever have taken this guy out of the lineup? So that's what happened. Excited to try Ake a little bit more. Um, and I know you've been actually kind of looking at him, John, because we had a weird, weird thing happen with his price. Yeah, I yeah, I picked him up. I like you said, or like you're alluding to, uh, we had the tradable Dutch player pack. I think it was five rare players, and they were all Dutch. I think we got the same pack today, yeah. but it was untradable yeah. uh, for some other 
E-League competition. But yeah, uh, Nathan Ake was, I think, was he around 400K, just under mid 300K? Like Saturday, right before content, he was like 375. Which honestly is probably what he should be going for. And now he's going for 230K. I bought one during the crash, I guess, if you want to call it that, for around 210, I think. And then sold them back up for 230 when I was done with the weekend league. And now I'm kind of looking to buy them back as I'm kind of messing around with squads that um, I want to put together for potentially guys that are coming out over the next week. And he's he's definitely a part of that. I'm hoping maybe when the guaranteed community pack comes out, he kind of drops a little bit in the panic. Maybe people are watching streams and they see he's like a, a packable guy out of there. Um, I feel like there's probably a handful that you're going to see a lot, like Danilo, David De Gea, et cetera. And it's going to be interesting to see if we uh, see uh, team of the season moments cards in that pack too, because that's going to be a real uh, boner kill if that's the case. <laughs> We're, if we see a lot of Itos, and well, I know some people will be excited for Ito, like Nick and Kevin, but besides those <laughs> two guys, uh, <laughs> there, there might not be anybody be, else out there. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But John, I, you, I think you you might have brought it up or somebody else might have brought it up. Can we just talk about how ugly those moments Todd's oh, cards are? Oh my God. It's like it's, unbelievable. Like not only the cards bad, but then the they pop out of packs and you're just like, ugh, like who designed this? I mean, I feel like it's been like the past couple of years. And then of course the team of the year honorable mentions cards um, look the same way, except for instead of like a teal on the outside, it's gold and it's, it's just horrible, man. Like it's not like nice and clean. Like you see all of the other cards. It's looks like like there's a background and then a card pasted on top of it. It's just hideous, man. And I, I really, I think somebody mentioned like it's probably supposed to be that way to make them a little less appealing. But like, can we try a little bit harder to make it like <laughs> not like I don't want I don't want this Ronald Araujo in my team now because it's an eyesore on the squad screen. Yeah. So, and, you oh. know, the rumor is, and you brought him up earlier, maybe we should talk about it now, the rumor is that we're getting an Alan St. Maximin uh, mm. Tots moments card. And if he has that moments card design instead of the, you know, the nice, smooth Tots, uh, regular Tots card design, I, I like, I legitimately feel like that will <laughs> make people less likely to do the card, like without, without even kidding, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he'll probably, I'm going to do the SBC because like I said, I'm a, half of a Newcastle fan now, pseudo Newcastle fan. And I'm planning on getting Trippier too. I think I've seen some leaks going around that he's going to be in the team and that's no surprise. He's been the best right back in the premier league this year, mm. but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that card. Like I said, I'm playing that four, two, three, one now and uh, have him out wide with the pace and the skills. Um, it's going to be really fun in the hair flopping in the wind, the dreads oh, yeah. flopping in the wind. I'm, oh, it's going to be beautiful. So are you interested in them? Uh, I am. I don't know that I'm going to be able to afford them. I'm going to try, though. This right around now, I guess, like early May, late April was right around when I could first afford that uh, fancy foot uh, ASM card from last year. I remember the, the 95. And that card was like a revelation. That card was like amazing. He played he was a little different because he played striker. And I'd imagine that this card will probably be more of a winger and be more designed to be a winger. Um. But yeah, I mean, look, they know that Newcastle's got the spicy links right now. They know that everybody wants a French, pacey French winger. Uh, so I, and they also know that fodder is like extremely cheap right now. So if they come out with them, and I assume it'll be Friday, would be my guess, like the same caliber mm-hmm. as Araujo type of SBC. Man, what are we thinking? Like a million coins, one point two, something in that. Yeah, range? I think anywhere between a million and a million and a half would be probably appropriate if he's ninety one, ninety two rated, like we've seen the predictions. But um, I've also seen people think he's. I think Skiz Funk in the Discord thinks he's going to be like eighty nine rated and and a little bit more affordable. So um, I'm hoping, uh, like you were mentioning, he's kind of along the same line of rating as Araujo with Araujo being a 92. Hopefully St. Max is at least a 90 or a 91, I think. Um, Cause I think his uh winter wild card is an 87. So he's going to need a nice little boost, but yeah, I'm, I'm uh, running low on fodder. I'm doing the cups. I'm doing the squad battles. I'm doing all that stuff. Um, 
in the in rivals to get my fodder back up so I can scrape enough together to hopefully not use too many coins for ASM, but he'll get done and uh, run through the weekend league for sure. Nice. Yeah. I, I really yearn for the day that John Bridges finally runs out of fodder. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen that. Oh, you're, like, you're like the guy that's always doing all the icon gambles and the picks and like 15 minutes after they come out, it's like, all right, boys, I'm, I'm ripping it on stream. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to wait to do the icon refresh this time. If I do St. Max, cause I'm going to be hurting after St. Max Cause yeah, I don't, I don't expect them to be under a million coins. Yeah, definitely. So we also, you know, speaking of fodder gambles, we had the 88 plus hero pick come back and it came back with a little bit of a twist. I think this was, was this the first time that trophy Titan heroes were included in a pick or a pack? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I did it, um, even though I said I wouldn't. And then <laughs> I did because, you know, I, I needed a dupe dumpster when I packed an 87 variety dupe. And yeah, it was bad. I got Yunberg, uh, I got uh, Maserano, both World Cup heroes, and the best thing that came out of it, which is hardly good, is a uh, a uh, Trophy Titan Skulls Yar. So, really, mm. pretty much just fodder across the board. Did you? You must have done it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Like, like you, I've sworn off doing the hero pick several times because it's it's not really good value, and a lot of the heroes or probably a majority of them don't get into your team. But yeah, this time with the trophy Titans included, and it was pretty cheap this time. It was an 86 rated squad and an 84 rated squad, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, fuck it. You know, let's do it. And um, like you, I got Yunberg. I got world cup Papan. He's always in my, he's forever going <laughs> to be in my picks world cup Papan. And then uh, Diego Forlon's trophy Titan card. So I got, a pretty, I think it's a regular size W, right? Oh yeah, um, big W. I know. J- I mean, come on, yeah. like that's 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 huge, especially if you're going to do Araujo or if you've already done Araujo. That that link, I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. I know JP really likes his uh, World Cup card, so I was interested to try him out. And I think um, Skizfunk again to mention him really likes him in Discord, and I feel like a few others. I know Andrew really loves his. Uh, World Cup card. So I, I, I've tried him out a little bit this week. I think I've played six games with him and Araujo. I did have Arau- did get Araujo done. And I'm kind of playing him as a false nine or a cam in the 4-2-3-1 central cam. And he's been pretty good. Uh, auto finisher, the high, high work rates. He really fights for the badge. And I've got an engine on him. And um, I think he's got outside the foot shot too, which you can really tell. He's He puts that thing in. And uh, when he shoots across goal, it's 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 going in with that outside the foot shot trait too. So yeah, I'd I'd say like I mean, I'm just pulling up his page on Footbin now. I, it looks like maybe the four four might really be the only knock that you could have against this card. The you throw an engine on him and the agility and balance go up to an acceptable level, but everything else looks really nice. The shooting stats look good. The pace stats look good. Uh, I guess it really is just the four four, which is hard to complain about. But maybe at this stage we can start complaining about it. Yeah, and, and I think his body type uh, in game two is uh, really helps his dribbling, his, his left stick dribbling out as well. Uh, I, I feel like he's kind of in the mold of a Eusebio body type, I guess, and, and kind of moves like him um, with the left stick a little bit. So uh, I'm really enjoying him. I don't know if I'm going to be running him in weekend league. I, I really love Eusebio in that cam roll in the 4-2-3-1 with the five-star weak foot. And just all of the goodness that that provides, but I'm really enjoying using him in rival so far. And uh, first time I've used a four long card this year. And um, now I guess to Araujo, uh, uh, I did that one because, <laughs> like like I said, I think I am going to strike gold during La Liga tots, and it's already ha- <laughs> it's already happening. Can I um, can I just ask you what <laughs> what is giving you this level of confidence? <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I've ne- I just haven't had any La Liga flavor in my team, and I just feel like EA's been like, "Well, here you go, bitch." <laughs> like, oh. like they're gonna be like, "Here you go. Here's your pack. Look, I know you don't want this, but here it is." They're gonna give me Usman Dembele, a juiced up Pedri card, maybe that Benzema, maybe a Vinny or something. I just mm. have a feeling it's gonna happen, and uh, I want to be prepared and uh, have that Araujo because I feel like I'm gonna get a good Barcelona card too. 
So what do you think about the Araujo so far? Because I know he's been a hotly contested guy on the Discord and on Twitter. And, <sighs> you know, it seems like nobody wants to be the guy that doesn't do the next Sergio <laughs> Ramos, I think is the, right. main, the main concern here. But I, I'm not sure that that's going to be the case. But why don't you tell me? Mm, six games in with them. And the first the first couple of games, I, I, I was defending like an idiot, uh, just drawing him and my team of the year, Virgil, out of position and being way too aggressive with my center backs. And so I think I got a, got a bad taste in my mouth when I first tried him out. But, um, you know, when I'm playing calm and composed those next four games um, in rivals, I, I really feel like he's a very good center back. Uh, the pace split is definitely probably the worst thing about the card, but it's honestly not that bad with him being lengthy. I feel like he catches up and puts himself in a good position to defend a counterattack. So, and then of course, when he's defending in the final third and, and when you uh, are supposed to defend or switch to your center back, when it's called upon, he, he's going to make the tackle. He's got the, the vacuum cleaner trait. He just sucks the ball, you know, right off your, opponent's attacker and uh um I, I like him so far he's got the big the big body that you're used to from the gold card at the beginning of the year and um you know maybe with the St. Max League coming out I'm kind of like oh maybe I wish I would have waited but um <laughs> I definitely I don't think he's a must do but you know if you want the link and you want a really good center back I mean it's it's not the worst thing in the world to have this guy in your club and and I, I'm glad I did him and I'm sure I'm gonna throw him into my team uh, during La Liga thoughts too. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm sure I'm going to throw him into an SBC at some point in the next few weeks. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Maybe those, if I get desperate. You know, it's like, it's the same thing that's happened to me with, um, with Mane a couple of times that flashback Mane is that, you know, you're trying to do like an 89 squad or a 90 squad for one of these big SBCs. And you're like, ah, do I really use this Mane? I mean, he's on my bench, but I don't really bring him on that much. And I'm, really not going to be running. He's going to be hard to link unless I get Bundesliga uh, flavor in my team. So can I sacrifice him? Can I make this SBC? And then I have to stop myself. Hey, no, stop. <laughs> you can't, you can never get uh, this guard back, but I feel like I that's kind of the case. That. Oh, did you throw him in? Where'd you throw him in? I threw my, I threw my once to watch Mane into Conte because it was mm. desperate times, but it was worth it. Cause Conte is amazing. So Conte is amazing. I feel like, I, so maybe we can get into this. I, I feel slightly cheated on the Conte thing, not in a yeah. like, not in a bad way, but in the way that like, and maybe it's not even just Conte, but we got Conte. Then a week later, five days later, we got Roy uh, Roy Keane, who plays a similar mm. role for a third of the value, and then a week later, week after that, we get this Caicedo card for free, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah. If you wanted a defensively minded midfielder, you could have either paid a million and a half coins for this guy. And he is, let, let's be clear, he is the best of those three cards that I just mentioned. Now, obviously, yeah. I haven't used Caicedo yet. No one has. But, you know, just looking on paper, he's he's got to be better. Um, right. But still, at the same time, it's like, okay, foot birthday felt like at the time we were like, oh, my God, these big SBCs, the Nkunku, the Conte, we've got all these, you know, was this finally what we've been asking for, EA? And then they're like, ah, psych, bitch. <laughs> like, we're, we're giving you all, <laughs> all these free cards uh, coming up soon. So I don't know. What was the other midfielder? We, Joe Ellington was the other one. It's like mm. a very, not not necessarily a defensive midfielder, but a box-to-box, certainly. And right. free, free for playing a few games. And it's just like, is the difference that much? Is it a million and a half coins? Definitely not. Yeah. And yeah, I see a lot of people making the Caicedo comparison, but if, if it were me and you already have this Conte and you want this Caicedo card and you're going to do the Matoma SBC or pick Matoma up, I don't, I think, I don't really know what he's going to come as an objective. And I've seen SBC floated around. I've seen, you know, he's going to be in packs as a moments card, but, you know, he should be pretty easy to get um, where, what, however he comes out. And um, I think he should play those two together. Uh, Caicedo with the high, high work rates, Conte with the medium high. You play him in a two-man midfield, that's that's a hell of a midfield right there. And um, I, I would play Conte on the left so you can use his five-star weak foot and then uh, play Caicedo as your right-sided CDM and uh, so you can – utilize his right foot and not use his left foot as much. So 
um, with him having a three-star weak foot. So I think, honestly, play those two together. Like, I don't think it's one or the other when it comes to those two. I think you, I think you play them both together. Yeah, you know, I I was because you had mentioned this to me maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago at this point about maybe trying out Conte as more of a box to box or even like throwing. I think you even said throw a hunter on him and get him, mm-hmm. you know, give him chances to move forward. And I did that this weekend actually. I I had a rotation of uh, Conte, Turam, uh, Keen, and Atal for my two my two men uh, two men in the midfield, and. You know, to tell you the truth, I feel like Conte could do that job if you really need him to, but he's just a bulldog as the stayback CDM. Mm-hmm. And the interceptions and the tackles are so good. Like, I just feel like, you know, he's playing at 90% if you play him in that box-to-box role or he's playing at 100% as the DM. And I'd rather give Taram or Keen or Atal the, the more going-forward role out of the two of them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I think... Conte, I, I think when I, I played with uh, the Future Stars Turam maybe two weekend leagues ago, and that, I mean that card's still fantastic. I'm I'm sure yeah. you agree playing with him this weekend, and uh, like you, I'm still on the hunt for that blue or the well, the red one's long gone now. Yeah. We're not getting him, but um, yeah, I, I really do like Conte with the five star weak foot. I've used or I found him in situations on a counter attack where he's. I don't know if I accidentally pressed left bumper and passed um, and he just surges forward. But he when he breaks through the line, I feel pretty confident finishing with him, even with the shadow on him with that five-star weak foot. So, um, But, yeah, like you said, um, him as a stayback CDM in this 4-2-3 when I'm playing, my, my stayback CDM is in drop between defenders. And so uh, basically he gives you some back cover against the counter because the fullbacks are inverted on joining the attack. And he just uh, when he charges forward, when your opponent's you know running at running at you, it's 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 awesome. He just comes up and surprises you, and that rocket up his ass is no one else in their no one else in the game has a rocket up their ass, and, and Conte does. So like he's whenever got people trait. exactly, he's got the rocket trait. And whenever people try and tell me somebody else is better than Conte, I'm like, well, he do, he just doesn't move like Conte. You can show me all the stat comparisons and all that good stuff, but nobody I've played with this year, and I've used a lot of good cards, moves like this Conte. No one jockeys like him. No one has the burst of acceleration like him, and and nobody uh, retains the ball in a tackle as well as Conte has for me this year. Yeah, man. Like I think there are just, and I'm kind of, the more and more I play FIFA and play FIFA at like a more serious, not not like pro or anything, but like I care about my results and I care about, you know, getting better. Like the more and more I play FIFA like that, the more and more I realize that like stats do matter. You want to look at the stats. You want to look at the weak foot, the skill moves, all that stuff. But some guys in this game are just built different as the kids say, or built different oh, yeah. as, as Kevin and the kids would say, like, you know, <laughs> remember, do you remember when that Sergio Ramos card first got leaked around tots or his team of the year? And everyone's like, ah, does it look that good? Like, I feel like they could have done better. It's not, it's not Varane from last year. And he's still one of the best defenders mm-hmm. in the game. Even though the stats don't always don't, don't tell the full story. Like you, you just, he's just Ramos. He just has that body type. He just has that agility for whatever reason. He's one of those guys that's recognizable on the pitch. And it's the same story with Jarzinho and Mbappe and Conte in this case, they're just FIFA cards and it really doesn't matter what, what the stats say or anything like that. Sometimes it's just unexplainable, you know, foot, foot heritage as uh, <laughs> Josie Mourinho would say foot heritage, uh, Renato wow. Sanchez, another yes, one of those guys, good one. Exactly. Um, it doesn't matter. You know, you look at gold Renato Sanchez's stats, you look at gold, I don't know. KDB or gold, um, Marcos Urente, some not some other meta midfielders, and I I mean that gold Ronaldo Sanchez probably performs just as well or better than those guys just for the from the way he moves, the way his body type is, uh, he's got the hair trait, and you know whenever he comes into a tackle, he's taking the ball off a defender and and bullying him. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So John. I wanted to talk about a few more, maybe quick hitters, some content that we've got, maybe some leaks. 
And the first one that we got this week was this uh, SBC Deo. How do you even say this guy's name? I've heard it's De La Feu, the Spanish yeah. guy for Span for uh, Udinese. I feel like this is another card. He definitely got a Tots card last year. I think it was during Serie A mm-hmm. Tots, but it was a cheap SBC. He gets another cheap SBC here. It's one of those cards that like I've personally never really heard of uh, from a football fan perspective. I mean, I know of him, but I you don't hear about him making all these waves. But every yeah. year, several several cards. Apparently, they're good or decent at least, uh, but not doing this one. I imagine you're in the same boat. Yeah, um, I, I believe the Men in Blazers, if you're familiar with them, call him Jerry D. Um, Jerry he used D. to play. <laughs> he used to play for uh, Everton, and I believe he. I know he played for Barcelona, and I'm not sure if he came through La Masia there or not. But um, yeah, played at Barcelona, and then went on Everton for on loan, and then played for Everton. I think he had some time at Watford too. So mm. I'm a big Jerry D fan, apparently. But wow, um, yeah, you know, you know so much <laughs> about this guy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he had a card a few years ago that I know I used and enjoyed, and I believe he had an inform early in this year that I know Kevin yeah. had in his starter team. So he's definitely like I think he does have the foot heritage trait, and um, <laughs> I'm not going to do him. Yeah, like you said, I'm not going to do him. 85 rated squad, I think probably appropriately priced for this guy you know he's gonna have the juice i think uh i know i've seen him in rick's team and i think i've seen him in a couple other people's teams in the discord but um are you gonna be disappointed with the card if you do him probably not he's gonna have the left stick he's gonna be fast he's probably gonna put away chances but um just doesn't excite me and i'd rather put my fodder towards a shitty gamble pack or something like that (laughs) yeah well, you know, and when we're at the stage of the game that we're at, like you probably already, I mean, I know you do, you have like eight of these guys, but you, everybody yeah. has like their reliable meta attackers at this point, whether it's Mbappe or in your case, mm-hmm. Eusebio or, you know, you've got so many of them. You can't, you got the t- team of the year, Gerd Muller <laughs> the other day, you know, I'm sure I'm forgetting like you, you packed red Mbappe early in the year. So it's like. You know, at this point, like, is a De La Feu card really going to make crack the lineup? Probably not. Um, right. Moving along, you know, we had two more Eredivisie Tots uh, SBCs this week. I, I think they're both, I mean, probably bad. I, I'm not going to do them, but they're <laughs> probably bad. Luke de Jong, uh, for, I think he plays for PSV, and uh, the goalkeeper, Bijlo, which... I'll just say on Bijlo for a minute, at least, if you are a person who packed a crazy good Tots mm-hmm. Eredivisie card, like it's not the worst thing in the world to have a Dutch Eredivisie goalkeeper for links. But other than that, I mean, I can't really see any reason someone would do these cards. Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly right. Um, I think if I get a dupe or something, uh, 86 rated dupe or something, I think that uh, Bilo Bilo goalkeeper is... Uh, an 84 rated squad i'd probably do him just in case uh during footies or maybe towards the end of this week i pack shabby simones or something crazy like that and yeah like you said that's a great great link to work with uh steven bergwine looks like he would be a serviceable card out wide um i know that showdown card tore me a new one a couple times that guy coming off the bench and uh, with the four star weak foot upgrade he should be pretty good so yeah, I think I'm interested in that one. Uh, Luke de Jong, nah, I'm probably good on that. <laughs> he had the, he well, had you know, he had the um, rule breaker card as an objective, which was he was pretty good in the lengthy meta. But I'm I'm probably good on doing that one too. <laughs> you know, every time we get a card like this, Luke de Jong or like this Delafay or these cards that are like cheap. Like you look at them once and you're kind of like, yeah, if I find a dupe, if I have the right rating dupe for, uh, for this squad or whatever. And that's kind of the last you think of him and shout out to Rick in the discord, but Rick's always <laughs> getting pumped about these guys. And like, I, I was sitting there thinking the other day, like, I was like, maybe Rick actually is doing this smarter and better than any of us because he's trying out all these cars every now and then he probably finds a good diamond in the rough. He's having fun. He's yeah. got a great, great amount of variety in his club. Like, I feel like maybe we shouldn't be so harsh about these types of cards <laughs> when they come out. But then again, like if I'm playing a competitive game, I'm never sitting Mbappe for one of these for a Luke de Jong. Like, no, yeah. 
Yeah, unless you have some sort of affinity affinity to them, um, you're a PSV fan, you're uh, a Dutch Dutch league fan, you're a Netherlands fan. You liked him when he was at. Uh, I think he played for Barcelona for a little bit, and then another club in La Liga. If I'm not mistaken, maybe Sevilla or something. Um, but yeah, um, unless you have some sort of affinity to them, yeah, you're not benching them for, you know, your Mbappe's, your hell, probably even this Raul card that came out. That's really good. Yeah. So, oh, speaking yeah. of Raul, I, I must have saw that guy 12 or 13 times over the weekend. Really? Like, I can't, I can't believe how, how popular that, I mean, maybe it was just a weird run of games where I saw that guy a lot, but he didn't really do much to me, but I was uh, it was odd for me to see. I wonder if it's just one of those things where people see 93 rated icon striker and a price point that's not atrocious and they want to go and do it. I, I'm not really exactly sure what would happen there. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I've seen that guy in the wild too many times. I think I did when the SBC first came out because I was one of the people that, you know, he was one of my dupe dumpsters and honestly wanted to use him five-star weak foot Raul. I know he's always a decent icon, kind of one of the better, cheaper icons you can use at, at striker and um, wanted to try him out. And he's, he's a really good striker, but you know, like, like we mentioned previously, there's so many, so many good attackers that you're able to get your hands on. Um, and I'm looking at my squad now that Tammy Abraham uh, is oh, fantastic. Yeah. So, Jeez. I mean, <laughs> I completely yeah. forgot about him. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, yeah. yeah, that guy. That guy came off the bench for me a few times and saved the day in weekend league this weekend. Like I still don't have the Serie A links, and nor do I have the English links to make him fully work. But man, off the coming off the bench with that lengthy, and now I can finally talk oh, about yeah. lengthy and know what know what it actually <laughs> means. Nice. Like, it, it just it just does it, man. I actually wanted oh, to man. take a look at a couple of things as it relates to the new gen um, uh, changeover and. You know, I, I had alluded it to it before, but like, I just can't believe how different it is. Like I was kind of, oh, exp- yeah. I, I knew it would be different and I'm sure you've played a little bit of old gen. I know you mainly play, play mm-hmm. new gen, but like, I kind of was like, ah, it'll be 95% the same game and maybe a few more animations, the accelerate styles, whatever. But man, it is, it's a different game. It really is a different game. Mm-hmm. The ball moves different. The players move different. What I found be to be the hardest transition point was like, you know, when you're dribbling and a defender is trying to cut you off or he's up on your shoulder and you kind of like have that instinct that's like, if I take one more dribble, he's going to take the ball. Like I need to do something else on this next dribble. Like that instinct mm-hmm. is totally needs to be relearned in <laughs> new gen. Like the old gen animations don't match the the new gen animations at all. I felt like the play was a little slower. Like I yeah. felt like, you know, the buildup was more important. Like in old gen, if you have the right players, you can kind of just send it and straight line speed if you and and get to goal with relative regularity. But with new gen, it was like, okay, you need to like focus on your passing. You need to focus on your buildup. You need to get, be smart about where you build up. And as a result, I found myself giving the, like making bad passes in the midfield, giving up a lot of counter attacks Um, having a really hard time with just like getting into the final third to be just to begin with. Um, And then the last thing I noticed, which I, which I took some notes on is that like, holy fuck, Sergio Ramos is even more overpowered on new gen than he was on old gen, like the lengthy. Oh my God. Like a guy like that should not be lengthy. (laughs) Like the center backs, (laughs) like I noticed it way more, not just him, but center backs in general, the lengthy really is a game changer for them and being able to catch up over long, long distances. It just feels like they've got way more reach. Um, and you have to account for that as an attacker. Um, Mm -hmm. and if you, especially if you have an attacker that's not lengthy and you have to like, think about, okay, if I take another three dribbles, like the lengthy is going to catch in, catch up to me, uh, from the center back. So, uh, just looking through my team real quick, like, I felt like I said that that Sergio Ramos card was like blew me away how how much better he was and he's not bad on old gen. Uh, I really liked I really preferred Nkunku on the uh, on the new gen. I don't know why he was just scoring goals left and right for me. Hmm. Um, I had a really really hard time uh, with um, with Mbappe actually for some reason. I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't know why. 
Uh, I know he's obviously still quite meta and still quite a good attacker, but I just couldn't, I, I couldn't get in a rhythm with him. All my goals were getting scored by Nkunku and, and Robbie Keane and Mbappe was pretty, pretty uh, like just gone. He like vanished at times. And then the last player who I really noticed a big difference on uh, was Frimpong, who, I mean, I guess that's just on me for running, you know, World Cup Phenoms Frimpong into May. But like him, especially like on old gen, he just does one job. He he's I have him inverted to go forward. He gets forward with the ball defenders. The opponent's fullback just needs to make a decision. Is he going to? guard Mbappe, in which case I'll take the ball with, with Frimpong. If he guards Frimpong, I just th- play the ball into Mbappe. Like, one job, easy, doesn't need to defend. But, man, on new gen, those little guys, those little speedy guys, they get pushed around. So, he was having a really hard time. But, overall, like, willing to give it some more time, but uh, I am having a harder time transitioning than I expected I would. No, yeah, I think one thing that you said is definitely the case. I, I've I've only played old gin sparingly. I uh, during the World Cup swaps, I had a day off of work where I just like spent a whole day doing uh, World Cup uh, swaps, golden goal stuff, and I got soft banned. And then um, whenever you're soft banned on new gen, you can go to old gen and play. And I only had like a team or two left to get my wins with. So I just finished it on there. And yeah, it's a completely different game. I feel like it's, I don't know if arcade is the word, but um, like you were saying on, on new gen, you really have to focus on your passing. Um, You need to be making sure you're aiming correctly because um, I know the game decides for you. Sometimes it feels like (laughs) where it's going to pass, but yeah, the buildup is a lot more important. Um, Whenever I watch people, stream that are playing um, old gen as well. It's definitely like more counterattacking paces, King, that kind of stuff. Um, and not a lot of like um, tiki taka. I don't know if that's the correct word, but slow build up play um, yeah. or not just, you know, you get the ball and bomb forward. So um, yeah, that, that all makes sense to me. And um, yeah, that Sergio Ramos, it's just center backs with that high, acceleration that are, and that are lengthy are just absolutely insane. So um, this Desai card that I'm using too, he's got some pretty decent acceleration and um, they're just uh, very, very, very difficult to deal with and very difficult to um, break down on the counter, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. Um, well, I think, you, I, I think you, you said Arcadia wasn't the right word, but I'd say that's definitely the right word. Yeah. Like it, it is like, it is old gen's like very wire to wire. It's very ping pongy. It's like, you know, right. You can just, you can kind of reliably expect like that your passes are going to go in a straight line the same way because there's just not as much variance. It feels like you can reliably expect the runs. I noticed that like, you know, obviously this maybe goes without saying, but new gen has got better technology, better processors, whatever. I don't know all the details, but like the players just move a little bit more fluidly. They feel more realistic, less robotic in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just you, something you have to start to adapt to. Like those guys are maybe going to be a little bit more, you know, flopping around the pitch, not like, you know, flopping, trying to call, get a foul <laughs> called, but you know what I mean? Like they're no, just, yeah, kinda yeah. More, they feel a little bit more gangly. Uh, right. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. And with that, you really need to pay attention to your body angle and where you're, Passing too. That's an, another another way that uh, new gen is passing focus. You really need to, like in previous FIFAs and and I guess again more arcadey FIFAs, you can just you know uh, be facing one way, press pass uh, behind you, and you'll make a perfect pass to the guy directly behind you, even though you're not <laughs> facing them. Yeah. And that's not the case. If you do that on new gen, it's going like five feet in front of you, and then Mbappe or Jarzinho is going to take it off you and go down and score. So. Um, which I think that's good. Um, that's good. It's adding another aspect to, I guess, build a skill gap or something like mm-hmm. that. I, don't know. I think, yeah, that's probably the correct thing I'm trying to say. A uh, skill gap. And, but I, I know, I know, uh, Jandy on Twitter, you said that ga- bad gameplay is not a real thing. But <laughs> <laughs> when gameplay does feel sluggish, sometimes the extra animations, are are more difficult to deal with and in that instance i feel like 
new gen isn't so fun. But honestly, I haven't I haven't experienced bad gameplay um, in a while. I was I was shocked it wasn't it wasn't uh, feeling sluggish or uh, really heavy this weekend with everybody competing for the red tots this weekend. Maybe that's why I uh, feel the way I do about bad gameplay is that it's just not as prevalent <laughs> on old gen. And now I'm being introduced Maybe. to the world of bad gameplay. No, I mean, that that, <laughs> that post was like, I, I pissed a lot of people off on Twitter, which was like a third of the reason why I did it. Uh, like, I I feel like the the thing is that it's not so much that bad gameplay doesn't exist. Like I get, I, I, I have experienced it, maybe not as much as others have, but I have experienced it and it does feel like, why do my players feel like they're running in the mud? It's, it was more a comment on like the fact that like, you can't just sit here and blame bad gameplay for every loss yeah. that you have. Like you're not, first of all, it just is not what, helping at all like i mean like you're not like taking a look at yourself and trying to figure out what you have and haven't done right and it just makes it seem like you know like oh, i'm just gonna remove all, remove all my agency from this like it was just bullshit <sighs> that was kind of the main point I, I i i guess it didn't really come across that way on twitter <laughs> but i guess that's how the internet works right <laughs> no yeah you gotta you gotta know that people are trolling most of the time on twitter anyway so hopefully people didn't take that <laughs> post too seriously but no i agree with you for the most part um and i don't know maybe it's just because i've played fifa seriously or um obsessively for oh this is probably my fourth year just going balls to the wall from start to finish on a fifa ultimate team and yeah i just really i've seen a lot of people over the years just blame blame whatever blame scripting blame dda blame bad gameplay and then I end up watching them and I'm like, well, you're defending like a dumbass. You're passing like a dumbass and you're just playing like a dumbass. So <laughs> it's kind of hard to, you know, take what you are saying seriously. So um, and yeah, I, I just I feel like uh, I know when I'm like playing, playing bad or if it's like, man, like I, I pressed a and then I was expecting the pass to go and now I'm pointing at a different direction because I expected the pass to be off and I'm trying to make my next movement with the pass receiver. And it's just stuff like that. It, or it feels a little heavy. The the buttons are delayed and maybe it's just again, because of the extra animations or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I agree with, I agree with, I agreed with that tweet uh, for the first, <laughs> some of it. Anyways, um, I feel like bad gameplay is more of a crutch than it is like, an actuality that somebody is experiencing. Yeah. John, should we do some so, questions? Sure. Let's do All it. All right. I got one. I actually have one for you. Okay. Who, who so far, so there's what three days left of community plus air to tots. We're recording this on a Tuesday night. Who is your community or air to tots card white whale? Who have you not packed mm. yet? Who have you not seen yet? that you really, really want to get untradeable and you don't want to spend the coins on? I mean, okay, for me, I've seen, I mean, you got him in red, Martin packed him, I, I think Rick packed him, Kevin packed him. Seems like all my friends are packing him, but <laughs> I'm not. And I really want him because I've got the Virgil van Dyke link. Um, like I think you mentioned before, Man- Manchester City are going to get a ton of TOTS cards next week. I'm sure they'll get three or four players in the team, maybe an SBC or something like that too. Um, so I really want that card. And then also that uh, Kefram Turam as well. I feel like he hasn't been as hard to pack as we thought he would. And that's probably because of just, he got the plus two, but I think my brother got him in red. Um, I know Brivet has packed him like six times or something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Bri- Bri- every time I open up my phone, Brivet's in general chat being like, Oh, he's packed tots number 16. Yeah. Tots <laughs> number 30 guys. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. No, man, for me, it's, it's gotta be Taram after, especially yeah. after trying out the future stars again, bringing him back into the lineup over the weekend and just being kind of amazed by how, skillfully still is i you know i mentioned i i think i actually put him in the trash on the friday show and i'd like to formally remove him from the trash (laughs) 
uh, if, if the garbage men haven't come to pick it up yet, because this guy, like I played against him a couple of times, like the plus two man. I mean, he would just be too good if you gave him a 90 or a 91 card. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, it's not, it's, I don't, I, on the show on Friday, I was kind of like, what are you holding back for? He's not going to get another card this year, but honestly, maybe he will like, yeah, maybe, and maybe, he, sh- and maybe he should, because this guy's kind of mm-hmm. turned into one of the, the legends of uh, FIFA 23. Like when we think about this game over the course of the summer, we're going to think about Jarzinho. We're going to think about Mbappe. We're going to think about Ramos and we're going to think about Taram, I think in that, mm-hmm. in that list as well. Um, but yeah, he's the, he's the main one. I did a shit ton of those 81 plus picks to try to see if yeah. I could maybe find them in there and they were awful. And I think that's been kind of the consensus on those things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's my white whale for sure. I actually, despite the fact that I got Coman in my reds and he's the more sexier, like like interesting, expensive card, like I think I would have rather had Taram than Coman. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I think I did about 20 of those uh 81 plus picks. I threw everything I got from Weekend League, everything I hadn't thrown in from the previous week and that I've accumulated this week um, when those upgrade packs dropped. And, um, and I also finished my trophy smelting things. Um, all <laughs> what, 100 what, what, of those. Your, your trophy smelting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I finished all of those. And um, yeah, those picks were really stinky. I, I think out of 20, I probably got like three walkouts, no tots, a uh, couple informs that were high rated, but yeah, I think, um, after um, I get my rivals rewards, I do marquee matchups. Um, I'm either debating on doing a bunch of a bunch more of those player picks, even though we just <laughs> shat on them, and holding them for uh, the Premier League team. Um, yeah. So maybe we get some content drop luck with those, um, and then uh, or just holding on to my gold rares, my golds, and uh, I think they usually do like league specific upgrades. So maybe I hold off for the premier league ones because there is some premier league guys. I I'm, I'm interested in for sure next week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And this, yeah. this is, if you haven't already epaculated view through community tots, you'll be epaculating probably on Friday for, for mm. rem tots. and like, I'm kind of like, you know, the first half of the year, I'm kind of like, okay, grind, 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 be as efficient as possible. Save packs, squeeze out every coin and i think right around now is where i'm starting to say yeah whatever like there was the whole thing today with the whatever the puzzle sbc was that required yeah. a shit ton of chem and only two leagues and two nations and like it was 81 rated so it made a lot of like cards that were same nation as their league uh go up a lot in value like someone was saying like Saka was trading for like nine thousand coins and gerard pk was trading for around there too and normally I'd be all over that. I'd be like on my phone sniping, like going through my club, seeing if anybody's got any tradable value and say, I was like, eh, maybe. Yeah, I was the uh, same. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. So I think it's about that time of the year, man. I, it's not, not a bad thing. I think it's just everyone's a l- taking their foot off the gas just a little tiny bit. Yeah. Definitely being more loose with your coins for sure. I, I think yeah. I might even throw, I don't know. I might try and get like 20 of these player picks or something for Friday and whatever coin value that makes me do to get those picks done. I'll probably, I'll probably do them. And then, um, I think, uh, even with, uh, Gabby Jesus being the headliner of this team was, I think he's like 2 million now. He's certainly under two and a half million coins. And, yeah. um, that's, that's where my coin total is right now. And, I don't know how much Erling Holland's going to cost. I'm sure he might get like a five-star weak foot or something, surely. Um, But really want to keep my coins to try out like some of the guys I'm really interested still in from Syria, like Victor Oziman. I'm sure that guy's going to get a really nice card and wouldn't expect him to be horribly expensive. I know a lot of people are going to be hyped to try him out, but with him being Nigerian and uh, I guess Napoli has some pretty good links now, but... um, Really want to really want to make sure I have enough coins to try that guy out, and then I'd yeah, all all hell will break loose, especially during footies and all that good stuff. Just throwing coins around willy nilly. So yeah, I mean that's when it gets ridiculous, right? That's when it's just like everybody's five five ninety nine, whatever. Yeah, like, it's all for fun at that point. 
John, we have a couple of questions from the friends of the show and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, the first one and the most important one comes from G23 in the Discord. He goes, <laughs> what the feck was that Scottish accent? John, would you like to comment? I don't know what you're talking about, Jendy. <laughs> <laughs> John's John's Scottish friend just walked into the room. Hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Up the Celtic? Okay. <laughs> well, you either just pissed every Scottish listener off or you've made a good friend out of him. Yeah, man. I, I, I got a good laugh out of that. And then as we were preparing for the show, uh, Kevin sent us a thing in Discord that was like, mm. did you guys know that uh, So the, the Dutch Eredivisie center back, I think he plays for Feyenoord, his, the pronunciation of his name is, oh, I got to pull it up because Kevin says, um. Herr Trida. Her trida. Yeah. Her trida. So I've been saying like gear truda or gear the truth or whatever. Yeah, the, the I in his name threw me off because I thought his name was like gear truda, but the I in his name looks like gear truida. Yeah. So, you want to, you want to do like that American, like, like you eat a, like, to, yeah. but I, I suppose the Dutch mm. don't roll that way. But anyway, yeah. much apologies to our Scottish listeners. If uh, John has pissed you off, you can find him at John Bridges thirty or thirty four <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, anyway, okay, so let's do let's do another question. Uh, Snell from the Discord says, "What age is too old to play FIFA?" I'm thirty three now, and I feel ancient. I often think that I'm getting too old for it, but the, this year's edition has been my favorite so far. So I'll let you go first here, John. No, I, I agree. I think this year's FIFA, you know, like you said, with the old man standing up in the meeting room full of angry oppositions, this <laughs> FIFA 23 is a good game. It's, it really is. Um, and as it goes to how old, you know, if there's an age limit, um, it's until your arthritis is so bad in your hands, you can't <laughs> physically do it anymore. So that's that would be my answer because, I mean, um, my father-in-law is – 63 or is going to turn 63 this year. And he's probably the biggest gamer I know. So you are never <laughs> too old to play video games. Um, and especially this one. And if, if you enjoy soccer, if you enjoy football, I mean, there's no, literally no better game to play than this one. And um, I know I'm going to be playing until, you know, my wife threatens to leave me over it or <laughs> or well, that already happened to martin soon. so yeah, ex- exactly that's why he couldn't join tonight so <laughs> yeah man i i mean look uh i'm the relative youngling of the the crew here but i'm you know almost 30 myself and like it to me like there's really no better game to play as you you know gracefully age as, as some people say than FIFA, it seems like perfect connection to something in the real world. You're not running around and and there are sweats, but you're not running around like getting screamed at by 12 year olds and call duty lobbies. Like it feels like there is a population of this game that is more mature. Um, and obviously the lovely folks at NBA FT and the foot fix discord have helped us find those people. So I think that kind of Mm -hmm. adds to, my enjoyment of the game. Um, but you know, don't, there's no, there's no right answer here. You know, you can play <laughs> the game as long as you want. Um, John, I got one more question for you. Check the status on our discord it says, which tots flashback do you think we'll get y- this year? Or what is your favorite tots card that we've had over the years? So we've had some, Tots flashbacks leaked, I guess, or have come out. That Jesus Navas, I think, is technically a mm. flashback. That De La Feu mm-hmm. come out as a flashback. And, you know, I don't really know necessarily who I'd want. I, you know, I, I feel a little ratty saying this, but I do really want a more juiced Veron card. I feel like that winter wild card is starting to fall behind. And when I think about flashbacks, I think about his, his uh, card from two years ago. Um, and like, what's my favorite Tots card we've had over the years? I think, you know, just for purely sentimental value, and I don't know why. Uh, well, I do know why. It's uh, that Tots Cassier from a couple of years back from when he's playing oh, in Milan. Yeah. And just because I had just started playing the game really seriously, come into the game, I was running a Serie A squad. 
Um, I don't even know why. I think I looked at some guide online that said like, hey, uh, if you want a cheap squad, build a Serie A squad. And then Serie A Tots started and I was like, ah, well, this is the card I really want, but I'll never be able to afford them. It was like 700K. And then I did the Tots guaranteed Serie A pack and he he popped out and he was in my team nice. for the rest of the game. And he's just kind of like one of those bully CDM type cards. But how about you? What flashback card would you like to see and what's been your favorite Tots card of all time? Oh, yeah. Uh, Il Presidente, I believe he was referred to in his time at Milan. And he's definitely one of the foot heritage guys, Cassier. Oh, yeah. um, my favorite Tots card probably uh would have to be when i for the first year i started playing foot from start to finish very at a hardcore level i guess was fifa 20 and it was just after ultimate tots and they were starting to release the gamble packs for you know 90 plus team of the season and from one of those uh i got uh tots neymar Ooh. and he was probably i mean aside from that footies card that came out last year i mean that card was absolutely phenomenal i paired him up with summer heat ribbery and uh that pairing was just a force to be reckoned with and uh made me get a lot more uh weekend league wins than i probably should have got just having a starting to play weekend league that year so um and then one to come out this year um i think i want some i i feel like some liverpool players are gonna get sbcs because we don't deserve to have anybody in the team besides Allison, honestly. Um, so if I were to pick, I, I mean, Joe Gomez, he got one last year, but if you want to do a copy and paste job, that'd be great. EA. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe he still a only has too. The, Joe Gomez still only has the one card, right? The inform. Yeah. Am I, am I the crazy? 80, 84 inform. Oh my God. I'm surprised they haven't given him anything. He's usually one of those guys that they love to spam. Yeah, so, and then I guess uh, maybe Tiago Alcantara. Um, dude plays like five games a year for us, but he's really good. So, um, <laughs> would definitely like to have him. The uh, Spanish links, the Liverpool links would work very well in my squad. So, um, maybe maybe Tiago is the guy I'd go for there. Do you think that VVD is going to get a TOTS card? Uh, no. I, was he even in the vote? Was he in the vote? Was he not even in the vote? Wow. I don't think so. That dude's been getting cooked this year. He shouldn't be in there. Yeah. I but, love him, but you know, he was in team of the year. <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah, he had a good year last year, but uh, yeah, I'd I don't be know. Su- I'd be surprised, but you know, if they want to sell packs, then that also that, that could very well be a premium SBC that they come out with since he yeah, wouldn't, mo- wouldn't be moments, in the team. moments, VVD, moments, yeah. SBC, something like that. Oh, yeah. That costs like, Two million coins, something like that. That'd be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, John, I think we'll save a few of these questions for next time. But I wanted to thank you for coming on and oh, yeah. doing a uh, very admirable job filling JP's shoes, putting me in the position to have to either come up or put up or shut up with an intro. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I really enjoyed having you on. It's it's uh, It's been a pleasure. No, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Um, you know, I, I love coming on here with you and JP. I love hanging out. Um, I always love talking foot. So um, anytime, man, I had a lot of fun and expected to have a lot of fun. I was, I was, I was pumped for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, you know, I mentioned it at the start, but you know, this is kind of a bit of a milestone for NBA oh, yeah. 50, 50 episodes this season. I wanted to, spe- you know, use this opportunity to throw a real special thanks out to uh, not just our friends in the community on discord, on Twitch <clears throat> and, or, and, and on Twitter, but you know, across the internet and also a big thank you to uh, you, John, Kevin, Martin for inviting JP and I to be a big part of this uh, fun little experiment that we got going on. I know, when I joined, I guess if, maybe in December, six months ago, five months ago, you know, I Christmas think we're still, time. yeah, still pretty early yeah. on in the year. And I feel like this show has really upped the level of enjoyment that I've had with the game this year. And I hope that that's the case for many of our listeners too. No, absolutely, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a privilege to work with you and JP um, since, yeah, like I think around Christmas time is when we all, uh, made the decision to expand the, expand the family, expand the show. And it's just been awesome. You guys provide 
incredible value to you know our our podcast and and I know a lot of people look forward to listening to both episodes every week and um, you guys do an incredible job and um, love working with you guys Kevin Martin they're they're brilliant um, uh, you know you guys are my brothers uh, and honestly I've added so much value to my own life like being able to share <laughs> like um, just a passion, a hobby, an interest that no, no, not a lot of people share, you know, not a lot of people like soccer or football in the United States and especially kind of in the middle of America. Um, like I live in Kansas city. So it's nice to be able to, you know, this little niche that we have with FIFA and and ultimate team within FIFA to, to talk with everybody about. And, um, again, you know, just appreciate everybody that listens to us and, and supports us and, and joins the discord and becomes part of our bigger family and um, looking forward to what's to come. And um, I think, I think bigger and better things are in our future and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm excited to continue this journey with you guys, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. John, where can the people find you? Yeah, man. Uh, John Bridges 34 on Twitter, Twitch, and discord. I don't know if I'll be streaming anytime soon, um, we are going to Omaha, Nebraska, um, <laughs> Saturday morning through Wednesday morning. So, uh, oh, no. yeah. I can already tell yeah. you the gears are ticking in your head. Uh, how can I get my 20 games in on Friday? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're going to have to figure that out. It might be a late night, um, early morning type situation. Um, I, I don't really want to feel the wrath of me suggesting bringing my Xbox on the trip. Oh, so we're no, gonna, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 absolutely yeah. not. You can't do that. We're going to, we're going to have to, we're going to have to figure something out. We're going to have to go full DJ mode on Friday or something, man. But yeah. how about you, man? Uh, so you can find me at Jandy foot on Twitter. That's at Jandy foot. Uh, you can also find the show on Twitter at your FIFA podcast. We just hit 700 followers on Twitter. Hey-o. which I'm sure somebody will have unfollowed by the time this comes out and <laughs> make liars out of both of us. Uh, but yeah, we just hit 700 followers on Twitter. Thank you so much for your support over there. Uh, within the Twitter, you can find a link tree that has our links to all of our personal Twitter accounts, the show on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you find it. Uh, as well as the link to our Discord, which we welcome you to come and join and be part of the conversation. But don't be a dick. And that's our Mm -hmm. one rule. And John, I'm thinking about maybe there needs to be rule number two now that there's so many people in there that also don't spam stuff. Just a good (laughs) general rule. But anyway, we'll (laughs) we'll deal with that when we get there. Um, You can also rate the podcast on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, please go in and leave a rating. I don't care if it's a one-star rating or a five-star rating, but I would prefer it was a five-star rating. And if you want to be extra super awesome, you can leave a review on the platforms that allow you to do so, which really helps us with our searchability and our algorithm and all that fun stuff. Um, John, since you're here and I make a feeble attempt at copying your outros every week, (laughs) would you like to do one for us? Sure, man. When this silly game gets you down and frustrated, just remember, guys, don't be a dick like Candy said, and just chill. Uh, because it's at the end of the day, it ain't nothing but a foot thing, baby. Take care. Peace. Cue the pointers. Oh. <laughs> oh.